it is 1.57 on June 8th, and I, right now, am realizing that worrying is dumb. Why worry? Why? <laughs> Life works out in the most mysterious ways, and every single night that you went to bed, and you thought, there's no way, no fucking way I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Guess what? You did. So, why worry? Why worry about insurance payments you have to make four months from now when you're unemployed? You're going to have a job by then. And a paycheck and a half can cover it. Why worry about not knowing if your dreams are going to come to fruition when you feel it in your bones that it's waiting for you? You just can't see the exact time, location, the whole essence of it. You can't see the picture on the box, but you know it's there. Why worry that you're not going to be able to prove your love to someone, to prove your, your devotion to your commitment when you've just started getting to know them and it's only the beginning and it only fucking gets better from here? Why worry? Why? I am headed on a camping trip. I am on the highway about, let's see here, seven miles from my turnoff point. And I am realizing as I feel myself prepared for whatever is going to come about, um, I feel myself settling into this state of almost wonderment uh how do you even describe that it's like awestruck like i know that the road that i am on right now is treacherous i know that right now i have never truly been in a state of grace i know that i see red a lot but right now it's all yellow and it's raining right now but the clouds remind me that there, even when something is hidden, there is still something beautiful beyond it. I know with just this little fucking patch of blue sky that I can see amidst all these fucking gray clouds, there's something beautiful behind all of this madness. Because these clouds look crazy. They look crazy. God decided to go a little overboard with these clouds, I think. He painted all the shades of gray from the brightest whites to the darkest black. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's very reminiscent of what I am setting out to do on this camping trip in the first place, is to blend all of these fucking colors. And you know what? I'm not fucking worried. I know I've got my back. I know I'm gonna figure this shit out. I know that even just three months from now, I'm gonna look back at the things I used to worry at now and laugh because I'm going to have everything fucking figured out. So, this has been part one of the, the forest saga, we will call that. Okay, cool. Uh, I will check in later. So this is like a thing people do. They just like pick a gravel road and pack up their car and go camping. I already had to pull off to the side for a log 
this area. Um, ooh, this is a sharp turn. Yes, I am recording while driving. Um, that is, I, you know, don't recommend that, but as long as you keep your eyes on the road, I mean, you do what you gotta do, man. Um, so I turned around because I went up the road that said trucks and I, you know, the truck was red and red usually means to me like, whoa, slow down, like think about what you're doing. So I am now back to where I began and I am going to go the other direction, which is near a creek. Oh, there's trucks this way too, it says. All right, so there's just gonna be trucks everywhere you go. Okay, there's another sign here. This one's telling you, you are here. All right, I know I am here. Um, it's still raining. I mean, that's not like the most awesome thing, but it could be worse. Um, wow, it's like incredibly beautiful though. Um, I found the river. Okay, I just drove over the river on a, a little tiny bridge. Um, so I'm gonna go to the next turnout point. And then I think that's gonna be far away enough. I do not have any service on my phone. Oof. Yeah, my sister's letting me borrow her car because mine would definitely not handle these terrains very well. Um, <laughs> so I'm really grateful, but I've never driven like in on like country roads, off road type shit, man. Like I'm not, I'm a city kid. I'm not used to this. Um, even the small town I grew up in didn't have shit like this, at least to my knowledge. So, okay. I'm seeing a bunch of birch trees. One of them had like a red dot on it. That was kind of weird, like a paintball gun. It looked like somebody like splat it with a paintball gun. Um, so I'm just gonna go up this hill and hopefully there will be like a little place for me to park, like right here maybe? I don't know, I'm gonna investigate. I'm gonna put on my coat and take a look at this spot because there's a bunch of like pretty flowers. And yeah, I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's the whole point of this trip is to, for me to be comfortable with not knowing what I'm doing. Um, so yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention the time. This is now 2.36 on June 8th. Okay, cool. Oh my god, I found a camping spot. It's 2.41 on June 8th. Uh, I found it. And it's right by a little creek. And it's got all these trees. Oh my god. I found it. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, so now I'm walking back up the path. I'm going to bring all the stuff from the car. Um, set it up. And then just like it with the fact that I fucking did it. I trekked into the unknowns of this forest and I found the thing that I set out to do. Oh my god. I can't believe I did it. <laughs> Holy shit.
It is oh, 3.11 on June 8th, uh, 2021, and your girl Farah just set up a tent all by herself. I am soaking wet. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely still raining. Um, I decided that putting up the tent first was the smartest thing because I, uh, I only have one table and that table is definitely not big enough to put all of the things I brought with me. Um, so they need someplace warm and dry to go. So I set up the tent. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I have to hike a very small, but definitely <laughs> steep little hill to get back to the car. And, uh, oh, I'm winded. Ah, okay. So, now I'm gonna bring blankets, sleeping bag, pillow, and, uh, my suitcase. There's that same damn red logging truck. That'll be my camaraderie for the day. I don't know if he works every day. But, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go do that. I am soaking wet. Um, <laughs> we're off to a great start, though. Like, we got the tent set up, you know? What are the things you need? Food, water, shelter. Um, I'm not building a fire. I don't trust myself. And I honestly, you know... The tent is struggle enough. Starting a fire. Yes, I know that things like Duraflame and shit exist. Um, yeah, I would want to learn how to build a real fire. I will get there next time. Okay. Camping trip 2.0. We will have a fire. If you would have even told me like two months ago that I would be doing something like this, I would laugh. I would laugh. It would be the most absurd thing I have ever heard. And here I am, fucking doing it. And I set up my own damn shelter. You know what? I am on a roll. So, now I'm going to go grab blankets and everything. And, yeah. It is 4 p.m. on June 8th. I have just finished setting up camp. And it is still raining. I am inside my tent. Which has become my little home. I brought all my blankets. Um, I brought multiple different kinds of clothing. Not enough socks, I realized. Uh, note to self, bring more socks. <laughs> uh, so, I carry this thing around with me everywhere. It's my magic backpack. Um, it is from my favorite artist, Seven Lions. It is black and has a leather flap. And it holds all my journaling stuff. So, I brought along with me this little, like, tubby thing, this tubware thing. It has a flip top, so you just like flip the top open and then you know you get the stuff that's inside. Well, I basically just dismantled what was in my backpack and put it in this flip top tubware thing. And my sister snuck me last minute her little like seating desk thing. It's like a desk that you can like put on your lap. And so I basically just made an inside the tent desk with all my journaling stuff in the flippy tub 
And I actually like had to just pause and recognize. I was like, wow, I just did a really cool thing. And then the little voice in my head was like, you just gave yourself a compliment. Did you, did you notice that? And I was like, oh my gosh. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so far, I have heard one plane go overhead. And I just continue to see that same red logging truck about every like 30-ish minutes. Um, he was, he was, uh, transporting logs when I first got here. Now he's transporting gravel. Um, I need to eat. I want to explore because there's like a little tiny trail to the left of where I set up my tent. And overall, so far, you know, the rain itself, not the most ideal, honestly, though, no complaints. I got the tent set up. I can't believe I got the tent set up. I can't believe I found the campsite. I can't believe I'm completely alone in the forest right now. Pretty cool. It is 7.07 p.m. on June 8th. And I don't think I've ever heard birdsong that is this beautiful before. It's coming from all directions. The rain is cleared and it is the most beautiful blue sky. This gigantic cloud just kind of hovering beneath all of the others in the sky, moving so quickly. Looks like a woman dancing with her arms outstretched as she moves forward. I just sat in the car and ate an orange because I was a little cold and I needed some sugar. Now I'm going to go back to journaling and just listen. God, like everywhere you look, there are trees. It's just crazy. Duh, it's the forest, but like there's no buildings here which is crazy it is 7:38 in the morning on june 9th i survived my first night in the woods alone it was a little bit eerie walking around with just the flashlight i don't know it kind of just made everything just really like drastically intense I had to just remind myself, like, oh, it's the same surroundings that you're going to wake up to and that you arrived at where the sunlight hit it, and it didn't look intimidating at all. And as soon as I said that, it was gone. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get used to not being in fear. It's just, it's the craziest thing. You can just, like, talk yourself off of the cliff now. It's really simple. You just have to say a simple thing like self-reassurance. Like, wow, uh, I really was living on like maximum full power, throttle speed, like intensity level emotions without ever pausing to take a moment to be like, yo, like you're good. You're just, you're making a moose out of things, you know? Anyway, I am drinking this I can't tell if I like it or not let me take another sip let me find out 
kind of tastes like a protein drink, but it's not. It's a, a mocha cold brew coffee with almond milk. It's not as good as the coffee at home, but it is coffee. Um, I am sitting underneath the trees where the sun is hitting the very tippy tops of their leaves. And I am going to journal. Kind of take a walk down the little river creek that's here. And then decide what I need to do today. Just flowing with it. It just turned 10 a.m. on June 9th. I got really cold, so I needed to take a sun bath. So I laid out a towel, and I'm sitting right next to the river, little creek thing, where there is the most sunlight in this area right now. Because where I'm camping is very, um, it's very much in the trees, and they're very tall, so they just kind of, uh, you know, block that overhead skylight we call the sun. Um, I feel so at peace, and I think the only thing I am critical about right now is, wow, I should have done this years ago. I should have done this growing up. I should have, I should have, but you know what? I'm doing it now. And I can do this at any time that I want. And, uh, sorry, I'm trying, I've been hearing these planes and I can't ever see them. I don't know where they're flying. Oh, I just saw it. Oh, there it is. Okay. You know, you always wonder like, oh, am I hearing things? No, I, the, the, seeing the plane in the sky proved it to me. Anyway, I could have, you know, been doing this my whole life, but no, like that wasn't where I was at at the time. Um, I think for a while I needed to, for a while, 23 years, um, see what it was like to live in constant chaos and destruction, despair, doubt, you know, all the things in order to compare it to what I have right now, which is this peace and uh, incredible excitement and wonder for the mystery that is unfolding. It's just, you know, I wish everybody gets to find this point for themselves sometime in life. I really do. However, it's meant to come to them. And maybe it doesn't have to be camping in the forest and sitting by a river and sitting in the car and watching the sunset. Like, it could be whatever. It could be visiting ancient ruins. It could be reading that one line in the book that resonates with your soul and clicks it on. It could be a song. It could be a fucking episode of whatever, you know, lost. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think I have been ignoring a lot of the messages in Lost lately because I've been so triggered. But recently the most, like, uh, last episode that I watched was when Desmond and... Okay, sorry, spoilers. Um, it Lost came out in what? 2000? If you haven't finished the series by now, I'm not sorry. Okay, so... 
Desmond had just got in contact with Penny again. And she's like, I'm going to come find you. I'm going to come find you. And to me, like, I see the symbology behind all of that in, uh, what do you call that? Like, in tandem, like, in connection to my own life and my own experience or whatever it is I am um, going through right now. Like, I started watching Lost earlier this year, like, February or so. Um, That correlated with another event of my life and then all of the other ones following. So, like, Lost is a mirror to me. And maybe you have other things that are your mirror, but... Hey, don't judge mine. It's a great fucking TV show. Anyway, so Desmond and Saeed are like realizing that Michael, oh my God, I remember the first time I watched this part. I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) No way. Um, Michael is Ben's employee on the ship of Charles Widmore, who's looking for the island because they're about to go back in time and... It's such a hard show to explain if you don't fucking watch it. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but you have to watch it. Like, it, it, it's some real shit. Okay. And then I find that depending on when I'm watching it, I, like, sympathize and can't stand different characters. Like, this time I really understand John Locke, okay? Like, I understand. I, he used to be one of my least favorite characters. I'm like, this fucking weirdo. I realize now that's like every human fumbling through their spiritual journey is like, you know, he's trying to go on this walkabout and he's paralyzed and he ends up on the fucking island and then he's not paralyzed anymore. Yeah, I understand that so many people want to say that like they all died and like the ending doesn't make sense. You know what? To each their own story with that, I really do believe it is like transcendence and like, the integration between all the worlds, because, like, you have to realize that the ones who get off the island and the ones that, you know, go back in time, like, they're living, like, different fucking timelines. Like, you understand, like, the island is a symbol for the universe, and when the universe directs you in a certain path, they have to come back to the island, you know? Like, it's a whole thing, okay? Like, the universe and you, you being connected to that source, like, that's how you get onto the path that you're on. Yes, you have influence. Yes, there is divine guidance. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. And, like, somehow it is all connected. Um, Damn, I'm really getting on my soapbox about Lost right now. But anyway, the whole thing is, I haven't been paying attention to a lot of the messages I've received lately. Um, I'm a very visual person. I need to see things in order to believe them. Um, Let me just say, be careful what you wish for. Um... Because, uh, let me tell you, the universe ain't subtle. It really is like a, oh, yeah? You want to you see it? You want to see... All right, kid. And then, boom. And uh, that is not to be, like, disrespectful or, um, like, angry in any way. No, it's more like a, oh, shit, like... This has been, like, the lesson of the year. Is like, when do I need to keep my big mouth shut? Um, Silence is very difficult for me. Like, I have one of those brains that usually is in constant thought. I've actually noticed out here, most of the time I'm just listening. Um, 
But it's like when I started working out for the first time recently, a few months back, that was the only, that was the first and only time I had ever experienced up until that point, my brain being absolutely silent, like absolutely fucking dead. The only thing that I was focusing on is my breathing and how many, you know, rounds of the thing I'm doing because my, I, I am blessed to have, um, we actually just had this conversation not too long ago. What do I even call you? Because it's like brother, uncle, dad, good friend, like, like all rolled into one. And so we're joking because he was explaining, um, like the mafia and the mob, maybe not the mafia, um, the mob and the gangs, you know, like in the old gangster movies, they had like a jefe. That's like the person that you try to like, you know, all the all the all the kids who get in the gang you know they're not there just to like shoot people or do whatever it is gangs do they're (laughs) from a coastal town uh I mean maybe there were gangs I don't really know I'm not gonna act like I know what I'm talking about but you know what gangs do like the kids don't just join the gang to do what gangs do they need that like validation and kindness and like you know relationship like with the leader And, you know, I have a father wound. I have a very, like, deeply, like, buried masculine side. It comes out um, not very often. It's a very specific tool for specific things. Um, I'm very uncomfortable with intense masculine energy. Well, I used to be. Now I can see the beauty in it because, you know, looking at nature, you know, we all know... I don't even know how to put this politely, so I'm just going to say it. We all know what private parts look like. So it's you can see in nature the blend of the two. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, the yin and the yang, the the triangles. Upright is masculine. Downwards is feminine because obvious reasons. And, like, you can see that throughout nature. Like, it's like that... um, what is it, the Fibonacci spiral being everywhere, like in sunflowers and snails and, like, all the things. Um, I was living with a cat once that actually had it on it. It was very interesting. She was very empathic. Um, I really, you know, I know I'm apologizing to a cat right now, but just I really do feel bad for the person that I was and what was going on in the environment that she lived in. Like, oh, my God, that poor thing. Um, anyway, I've been ignoring the signs because it's like, well, like, it's not loud enough. Like, I see, like, that was just a, like, a flash out of the corner of my eye. Like, can you really go, like, come on, like, can you make it bigger? Like, where's the boom? Okay. And then I got hit with the boom. And now the booms just don't stop coming. Like, now everything's a sign. Um, And, you know, that goes into my whole thing. The whole, like, a leaf is not just a leaf. Like, it's not just a leaf. Sometimes it's not a leaf. Sometimes it is. A lot of the times for me, it's not. It's not just a leaf. Um, Yeah. So, that's where I'm at. I'm sitting on this riverbank rock formation thing. It's not a river. It's a creek. But you know what? It deserves to be called a river. Um... There's so much freaking abundance of greenery around me. It's insane. Like, it's every single shade of green that you can imagine exists around me right now. 
Um, I'm going to finish smoking my pipe. I probably should eat. Um, It's funny, you're not hungry out here. The energy in the city drains you so much. Um, You just got to eat all the damn time. Like, I don't need to eat. I mean, obviously, fuel your body. But I'm not ravenous or, like, I've always struggled with... um, Like, food has always been a struggle for me. Um, When I was in high school, eating was hard. If I ate, it would be, like, an obscene amount of food until I would feel sick um, or not very much at all to the point of where, like, you're still hungry, but it's not, like, that deep cramp in your stomach. It's just, like, a reminder that you're never full. (laughs) That's, yeah, that makes sense. Um... I'm sorry, that just that statement, just, yeah, that's how I felt back then. Um, When I lived in Seattle, I survived solely off of Starbucks coffee and McDonald's and Taco Bell and liquor (laughs) and a shit ton of weed. Like, oh, my God. Um, And then different relationships that I've been in. Because here's my thing. I I am a uh, chronic, like, oh, let's move in. Because if I start... And sometimes it isn't even, like, my idea. This last time wasn't my idea. It wasn't. Um, actually, maybe... No. No. It just all happened so fast. It really did. We knew each other for two days, and then I moved in. Because the other place I was living at was really toxic. So I'm like, oh, like, what could be worse? (laughs) Oh, yikes. Um, And then another relationship that I was in, which was absolutely horrible. um, Just, you know, the kind of relationship where you're screaming every day internally. And you're like, okay, one day I'm just going to, all my bones are going to fall out of my body. All of my nerves, everything is just going to spill out of my mouth. And then I'll just die and it'll be fine. Because then I won't have to live through this anymore. Yes, I was so unaware of the power to leave. It took, you know, they say about leaving a toxic, abusive relationship, it takes eight times. Uh, That's about how many times it took for me to leave before I was able to rid myself of this person from my life. Um, And there is a small, still voice in my head saying, have compassion and, you know, realize that evil cannot be, cannot be harnessed into just solely one person. But some people are capable of things that I used to think only existed in books because I read a lot of fantasy as a kid. My brother's a writer, so books, I had books, I, that was every birthday gift, every Christmas present, every like, oh my gosh. You know, you did this thing, daughter, here you go, here's a book, like, whatever. Um, or sister, yeah, or niece, or everybody. Always, Everybody always gave me books. They knew I loved to read. Um, and the things that he's capable of, I really, I thought I was crazy for thinking, like, oh, no. No, this can't be happening. And then it was. Listen to your intuition, man. Mine's never wrong. 
yeah, it could be distorted. I heard you. Like, I know that. And there's always something that's truthful. I have that connection. I don't, I cannot explain it. Um, I don't mean to. That's why, bro, that's why I need to keep my fucking mouth shut. Like, I say some shit and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, your, like, trigonometer, trigonometer, ha, uh, was at, like, 95% today. I probably should have, like, toned that down a little bit or, like, said it a little sweeter. Like, I can read energy so well, and I don't even know how to describe it. And then I see people's birth charts, and I'm like, ha, that's what you look like. All the different conjunctions and all the aspects combined and the placements and just... My father was an astrologer. It just makes sense to me. Like, it just makes sense to me. Um, anyway, I've always been the type of person who's just, like, moves in with the person. It's like, I, you know, all or nothing. Fast forward. Um, realizing nothing good ever comes out from something that's rushed, you know? But I don't remember where this was going. Um, so, yeah, I think that means it's time to smoke. <laughs> so yeah I'm gonna keep listening to the river and keep watching the birds and notice every single leaf that falls because you know what it does mean something catch you later it's five o'clock on June 9th I left the campsite around two ish that's when I was done uh, packing up because I could feel and smell the rain coming on and it started raining just as I was done packing up the car. And to be honest, my back is killing me. Next time, note to self, along with bringing extra socks, bring like a pad to sleep on, like a mattress pad thing. Not like You don't need like a full-blown air mattress, but just something so you're not like just sleeping on the hard ground because... That was a little tricky. Um, It made it hard to sit up throughout the day. Luckily, though, I found some really cool spots by the river, and I just, like, laid there by the river in the sun when it got too cold over at the campsite in the shade. Um, Yep, and I'm home, and I'm already unpacked, and I made a big breakfast meal for dinner because I was really craving bacon um, and potatoes. I didn't bring, like, fire-making stuff or, um, like, I brought apples and oranges and trail mix and granola bars and potato salad (laughs) and coffee, cold brew coffee that kind of tasted like protein shake. Um, But overall, the amount of clarity that I felt out there being on my own was actually incredible. Um, I can feel the anxiety back a little bit kind of the um you know how do you say like worrying about everything that I'm doing am I doing it the right way type thing I don't think it's all entirely mine I think just being back in the city after being secluded it's like you don't realize how much like how many people there are um I think it was overall very worthwhile. I would do it again. 
as I was driving home, there was a stellar jay, and I had seen one um, not too long ago. And I have to look up the meaning, because I've already forgotten it. Um, but that was a very good confirmation for me that I'm on the right path. Yeah, the Stellar J teaches you fearlessness, adaptability, survival, love, self-appreciation, fulfill your calling. Like, pretty cool. Um, I really don't know if I saw a wolf last night or not. It There wasn't like a log or anything there as I was leaving. I don't know, man. That was one of the craziest things I had ever experienced. Um, saw a lot of other things, too. Very interesting. Um, listened to myself. Like, heard all of the thoughts in my head as they were coming about. Um, thought about my past. Ripped up an old letter that I wrote a long time ago. Cried. Sat there. Realized I was alone, cried some more. Like, it wasn't all perfect, but it was exactly what I needed. I just gotta stop. I just got, I have to let go of this notion that I need to be perfect. I will be just me, and that is enough. And to whomever it isn't enough for, they will vacate my life of their own fruition because that's um people yeah i realize that people if they don't want me around they'll tell me if they don't like me they'll tell me um or they maybe they won't tell me but it'll get around to me i don't know mars goes into like leo tomorrow and i you know People are going to start, like, throwing spears with their words. Um, I pulled one of the one of the questions I asked um, in the tarot card that I pulled was the hermit. I kind of feel like I just need to be spending more time alone right now um, in general. I'm really bad at doing that. Um, I get panicky. Like, I'm worried that people will think I'm mad at them. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, I'm, see, I'm even pacing around right now because it's like I don't know it's different being alone in the city in a house versus alone in the forest in a tent and I know the answer is not just like pack up everything and like grab a tent and just like live in the forest because apparently you can only stay like a couple days in a row I didn't know that that was on that big like you are here sign um I guess that's so people just don't, like, you know, just dip out and move to the forest. Otherwise, everybody would probably be doing that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of... (sighs) Adjusting. I am adjusting. Yep. So... I'm basically going to string all of these together into one long episode... And call it the Forest Saga. So if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. This has been Farah with Face the Fearless. And I'll catch you next time.